not be driven by fear into an age of unreason. Oh my God, guys, listen up. I have an announcement to make. Did you guys know that I'm like the number one Google search last week? It could be the stuff of history, however, one way or the other. Okay, is Jessica Simpson here yet? And to those critics who are so pessimistic about our economy, I say, don't be economic girly man. Get along. Terror, horror, death. Film at 11. How many sides does a triangle have? Damn, four. There's no side. One. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Hello, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving week to everyone. Hope you're having a great weekend. Uh, took a, the week off last week from the podcast because I was burnt out because of all this crazy-ish. Y'all know what I'm talking about. The world crazy right now. But it's nice to take a minute to uh, breathe, which was what the last episode was all about, and uh, try to hope things will be okay. And uh, it's nice to also take some time with the family and realize what really matters and what's really important, which is what I'm doing right now. I hope you're doing the same, Brain Trust. I'm here in the car with my parents, the most popular and beloved guests of Last Week on Earth. My dad, Nate, and my mom, Ziva. You can follow my dad, at NateDogDodger, and live tweet along with us as you listen. Um, We're driving the car on the way to my uncle's for our traditional annual Thanksgiving meal. Uh, Got to serve with my comedian friends at the Laugh Factory uh, earlier today, a Thanksgiving meal uh, to homeless people and people in need uh with a bunch of comedians like we like i try to do every year and like we we all do and then give them a show while they're eating um and it felt good to give back i hope you all can find some time to do something nice for other people when you get a chance and uh that said uh hello to my parents hey pop how you doing happy thanksgiving everyone and sorry turkeys uh and thanks for taking one for the team. It was nice of you to, to show empathy for the turkeys. Hi, Mom. Hi, guys. Nice to be there. So, it's been two weeks since um, Donald Duck's been elected president of America. <laughs> and how do you feel so far about it, Mom? I, I feel like I've felt all along about him. Uh, it, it's humiliating. It's saddening. It's, uh, it's, it's so many things and all of them are bad it's, <laughs> no really it's frustrating it's, uh, it, it makes no sense it's bizarre I feel like we're in the twilight zone and, and, and all of a sudden everything will be okay and, and Rod Serling will come on and say that, that it's just that another episode it's that would be so nice. Yeah, that would be so nice. Uh, doesn't look like it's going to happen. And more and more things, more bizarre things are happening with him. He doesn't follow protocol. He doesn't do things that a president-elect is supposed to do. It's like he, it looks to me as though he feels like he acquired, it's another acquisition, he acquired a new business, a new deal and there's only this time it's the united states of america it kills me yeah it is pretty crazy it is pretty crazy um how do you feel pop 
Duck reference. Nice, I've made the same joke. We are we are two brains who think alike. Or ducks from the same from different moms. That's right. Well, the bottom line is I not nearly as pessimistic as my beautiful wife. And even though I did not vote for Donald, I feel that things will be he'll surprise a lot of people. The economy, stock market specifically, I thought was gonna go way south once he was elected two weeks ago. And that's been a surprise. And I think he's that is what? That is doing well. It's doing tremendous. It's over a thousand points in the two weeks since he was uh, elected. So a it's o- over up. a thousand up. So I'm expecting big things. I think he's going to surround himself with really good people. But thus far, he's not surrounded himself by any good people. Everybody he, he, he appoints, I just look two paragraphs down the story, and they're like, they do have a history of racist tweets. They do have a history yes. of legislation trying to, re- the, trying to oppress gays. You know, but supplies, they will be okay. Why? Why would they be he okay? He just keeps not talking about the biggest charlatan people like Rudy Giuliani might be Secretary of State. I mean, you know it's a bad position when we're, when I'm praying now that he appoints people that I can't stand like uh, Huckabee no, no, no. Huckabee's or, not in the play. But or Romney. I'm Romney, like praying he Romney's gives them okay. give a spot to people that, that I argued vehemently against. And, and you did on this platform with me about uh, four years ago. And convinced you to vote for Obama and, over and Romney. I feel that uh, he's talked a lot of different things. We were both discussing privately, you and me, with your mom, that he did say a lot of things to get elected. And once that happened, he was then going to maneuver in different uh, categories. Even the person, whether you hate her or love her, that he appointed after education head was someone that, uh, that George Bush liked a lot. So the point, uh, I, I beg your pardon, Jeb Bush. So the bottom line is that he is the lady that he appointed now to be head of education. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't know. I've been starting to quote Jeb Bush as I say, uh, the warrior of, of goodness and truth is all you're yelling. Uh, He's more mainstream, is my point. Yeah, he is more mainstream, but that lady, from what I've gathered, and I tried to read up on her ever since I heard about it, which was, I think, a day ago, uh, is that she, she's a billionaire or whatever. Mega donor to the Republican Party. Right, right. Yeah, that's fine. Then. And advocate of, of, of private school voucher program. Here, here goes the problem. I was a high school teacher in a private school, and I know who are the people that want the vouchers. They're the people with the money that want to go to private schools. Uh, our school, educa- our public school education is suffering terribly. The system is awful. And uh, the solution is not to get voucher to go to private schools. That's pathetic. That's, that's what pastors. The solution is to, to take a whole bunch of money and to buy new equipment, better classrooms, better uh, better teachers, better salaries for the teachers, stuff that really matters, that really improves the schools, not to take the kids away from the schools and send the, the ones that can afford to, to private schools. That's the opposite of a solution. Yeah, what a that, dumb program. Well, no, that makes the, the gap between the poor and, and, and the wealthy, even bigger. But who gets the who gets who's supposed to get the vouchers? People who want to go, who want to send their kids to private schools, uh, can get a voucher to go. That uh, the money that they would have gotten, uh, that the, the state would have paid for them to go to public school. You know, the state pays to public for public school for each student. 
uh, every student and stuff to, to give a voucher to the child to go to whichever school he wants. So it does not cover the full cost. So for everybody else that can't afford the, to cover the rest of the cost, they get, they get no assistance or I don't know the fact. We don't know nothing? the fact. We don't know the facts on that. No, I, I don't know the details of the workings of, of vouchers. I've never worked with vouchers before. I only know that it the people to whom it applies is uh, are, are the people who who can afford to go to private schools and they can apply the voucher to part of the uh, tuition in the private schools. That's not a solution for public schools. Well, it's a solution for white rich kids, Mom, and I yeah. feel like yeah. that's all that matters in Trump's America. Exactly. So now we are all good. Well, first of all, interestingly enough, some of the stats on this election, which were very, very surprising, more Muslims, I don't know if you're aware of this, guys, more Muslims voted for Mr. Trump than had voted for Romney in 2012, which I found a very, very astounding Amazing, right? Why? Because a lot of them are rich and they care more about the economics. Let's, and they Let's not typecast things. The fact of the matter is, on a lot of the issues which were very divisive during the election campaign, he's already showing signs that uh, he's not going to be as uh, have such draconian measures as one would have thought. What a strange place to be in when the best you can hope for your new president is that, oh, thank God he's already indicating he may not enforce all of the assholian things yeah. he, he, he promised. Remember yeah, one thing, as I've maintained even on your broadcast many a time, politicians will say anything to get elected, and then once they accomplish that goal, they'll say anything to get re-elected once they've had, uh, once they're tenured politicians. And as you, I think, Mom, said it was a, I can't remember, I think you said it was a, the one thing you liked that Trump said in the campaign, I think really helped him in the end. The good point he did make, not that he's the one to fix it, but that I think convinced a lot of people and probably a lot of black people to vote for him too when he went into the inner cities and said, what do you have to lose? That's a good yeah. point. My yeah. point, my point Because was it is true that even Democratic administrations, you know, go in there and they promise all the world during the campaigns and nothing gets better over the course of four right. years. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, it's true. Of course, it's true. Only my point was not that uh, I liked what he said. I deeply dis disliked what he said. What I said was that had they been a poor uh, African-American uh, living in this country, th th that's the crowd he was talking liquor to. Store. He was talking... You had many liquor stores. He was talking to, to various... Uh, to a crowd of African-Americans in, in a poor city. I don't remember which one. And he said to them, what have you got to lose? And I said, exactly. It's the smartest thing he could have ever said right. because that would be the one thing that that he has over anybody else because you don't know what he might bring right. establishment you do want know what they bring with uh, he you don't know and you know it may be the same but it may be better and better is better and so it's worth it to them and so one bit of hope too is that he's indicated that he has an open mind about maybe not uh disregarding the Paris climate deal which he had said right. he wanted to get rid of okay. on day one I've got to say this the Saturday Night Live <laughs> episode in which I love I, Trump's uh, yeah. I mean Alec Baldwin's Trump yeah but but the last episode when he said to uh, to the guy who was acting as Pence right 
Mike, that he, he ended up saying, uh, no, so don't do that. No, no, don't, don't lock her up. No, 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 don't do this. Scrap don't it. do that. Scrap and, it. Scrap it. Yeah. Scrap it. It's done. Scrapped. Yeah. And, uh, two days later, all comes out in the newspapers and on television that it exactly as though he read the script for Saturday Night Live and followed it word for word. It's magnificent. Right. There's big issues going on in the world, and he cares how you're coming off on Saturday uh, Night. But I almost Saturday wish Saturday Night Live would like have a social conscience a little bit and hold off on some of the jokes because I feel like some of it makes it worse. Like he had indicated in his 60 Minutes interview after he got elected that maybe he wouldn't repeal every part of Obamacare and he's going to keep certain good yeah. parts. Yeah. And then the sketch says Obamacare okay keep it no change no change and then the next day he did come out saying he is now going to repeal yeah. Obamacare yeah, first thing parts of it parts of it five minutes and we'll wrap this up in five minutes and we can go and enjoy our Thanksgiving meal um so do you think there's any any validity to that that uh, no, that, I think the only satire is influencing him because he's such a child. He tweets about us, and now he's like, "What a weak sketch! What a weak!" Oh well, actually, now I that see you him say being it, vindictive and being like, yeah. "Fine, then I will get rid of Obamacare." Yeah. I mean, he picks. This is a man who picks walls with Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, I but, mean, he's really a child. He's a, he's a seventy going on seven, and uh, yeah. No. I want to just say one point, which I, it really indicates that this is all ridiculous. John Stewart, I know it's one of your big fans. You're a big fan of his. Mm -hmm. And he was saying that, that all the, the leftists saying that all the Trump followers are the, so racist and this and that. He, he said that's pathetic that the left would say that. That they have their own freaks. Well, it's totally true. You can't put any, everybody into one basket. And that's a big part of where Hillary messed up, yeah. saying that half of his supporters are a basket yeah. of deplorables. No, but just a large percentage are, maybe 20%. Well, maybe, maybe 60, though. I mean, really supporting Trump, maybe 79. But I mean, I, I guess you, you, you can't castigate the whole group you just can. because, yeah, you can. because I think most people that supported him said, I think a lot of things he says are deplorable and bad, but I still want change. I still right. don't want the more institutional corruption in there. So yeah, Trump might be corrupt, but it's, but, it, but, it, but it's change corruption. Yeah. And the thing yeah. is, that's, that's why Bernie Sanders... The country wants a change okay. corruption. Now. That's why Bernie Sanders would have been a good guy for them to have great. in their party, because he would have been also an, an element of change. And I think that, that the DNC really largely elected Trump, because it was a change election. Yeah. The populace yeah. really, really wanted change, yeah. and they and squashed Bernie. Bernie. And, and then they, they didn't. They stopped Bernie yeah. from, from getting there, yeah. and... and uh, and so they ended up putting the most establishment of all people, Hillary, against Trump, and it did not work. I don't think they sell wine here at 7-Eleven. Okay, first of all, they only have, sell beer. We got to get moving. I, I, I don't think so, they sell so wine. Get a six pack. We drink beer. Get a six pack. Yeah, I, I would rather have beer than yeah. wine. Actually, light beer, light beer. I like. Yeah, light I like light beer too. All right, walk in with me. We'll keep podcasting as we walk in there. Okay, walk I don't want to do this. Not, one on. of the things I don't want to mention. I'm a little just bit unsafe about this. The holiday. A lot of there's a lot of. Okay. So I want, I want to minimize. I don't want to do it here in Seven Eleven. So can you stop it and we continue it mm. later? Stop it. How?
Take I a time know, out. So we can be in There's the a lot of guys on. I'd, I'd rather be. What are you concerned about? No. I'm concerned we're gonna about getting robbed in 7 Jacked. No, While we're podcasting? While I'm waiting for you to come back come with on. the light. I'm saying we should all go in. We are holding the whole thing. So we're not going to make a That's tape recording okay. inside there. Guys, it is six minutes until the Give time we're supposed to be phone. there. But we're not, gonna we're not holding anything. We're not doing inside seven. We're not holding. My only point is we're not holding anything up. We're going to be maybe five minutes late. Worst case. We can just keep talking while we go. So what do you guys think then is the, I love that, that, that the audience just heard our typical family squabbles. All family squabble. I'm not embarrassed. Are you embarrassed, mom? No. Uh, <laughs> we have only uh, white wine. White, white wine? wine? I'm going to get beer. Sounds fun. Beer sounds more fun to me. I want um, some beer too. We'll do it. Come. So... Pop, what do you think is the most likely outcome of this whole mess? It's going to be all a re... We had enough... We had different changes with President Obama, and he's wonderful, and he's great. Now there's a change for the other team. And, and you got rid of one team, and now a new team has come on board. And I think, look, at some point, I think... But like... I think Redneck should be allowed one president once. Even though he's not, he's a New York billionaire, but he's convinced them that he's a... That he's a Bud Light. He's one of them. You don't want to spend. I love Bud Light. I don't mind spending thirteen dollars. But Can we keep some of the beers for ourselves. No, we're gonna leave them all with we'll the this family. Do this. I don't care about the amount of money. I prefer drinking out of cans and bottles. But is bottles classier? Yes, I like bottles more. All right, we'll do bottles. This is good. You don't like mom? They won't want it. They, Why? They won't want to keep it once you. Then, it, then we then we move right ahead. Okay, so we'll get a better one. I just like Bud Light. I like light American beer. So get a smaller one. Well, what do we have that's nicer? There's nothing nicer here. Get this is 7-Eleven. It's not... Rockies. That's Coors Light. It's the exact same beer, thing, Mom. So get, uh, Here's fancier ones. Here's Stella. Here we'll get Stella. Stella. That's, that's a fancy one. Okay, but we're giving a gift. It's not for... Pop, I'll get you... Here, I'm going to get Stella. and I'm no, gonna get... there's only one missing. Okay. Well, can you find me a, f- a full one while I'm holding the podcast here? And I feel like people I probably either find this entertaining as hell. Oh, yeah, it's all recording. Oh. Here you Hi, everyone. It? It's been my pleasure to so far <laughs> up to now. And I hope I've disappointed no we'll one. We'll do a Goose IPA instead. Goose Island IPA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Better than that, let's give it a... People like IPAs, from what I understand. Hey, I'm not much of a beer guy. You better not have your relatives that we're going to... T- Ooh, Shock Top is the best move. We better not have your relatives that we're going to for Thanksgiving tonight. Yeah. Hear the podcast. No, no, thank well, you. Because <laughs> they'll hear my plans. Okay, okay, okay. But if they the IPA, podcast, and then we'll get a six-pack of light beer. No, that's enough. enough. Just please for Dad to have his light beer and for me to have my light beer. It's okay, me? it's a small cost in the grand That's scheme, fun. it's right. a holiday. Now remember, if they don't watch the podcast, Dad really wants to take it with them. Okay? I will make sure they don't they, listen to this one. Sign a waiver. Whatever you don't drink. Best tonight. not to just mention it then, because they will listen if you mention. Okay. Alright. Anybody want any candy or anything, guys? No, no, no. Bananas? Then not. How about a pound cake? A prepackaged pound cake. Then we're on a diet. Please, it's right here, Mommy. You want a couple of these cream cheese cake? I am kidding. This is a podcast. Okay. It's a comedy podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, you guys. Thank you so much. Oh, boy, I spilled something. It's a 1862. There, you can put it here. On this side. It's the new chip technology that you have to put it in there eight hours longer. It's pretty stupid.
Technology goes backwards sometimes. Should I come back in an hour and get the card back? There we go. Thank you. You can keep the receipt. I wouldn't dream of it. I got it, Mama. Thanks. All right. Oops, and the wind that always happens when you leave a 7-Eleven. I don't know why it does that. It's to keep the air conditioning in, I bet, huh? So, we're going to walk in and just finish up in the, la- in, the, in the last seven minutes of our drive here. Our conversation, Brain Trust. I appreciate your patience. Oh, and I have to do the Twitter answers that I sent out the other week, so I wonder if I can find that while we are recording. Um, Guys, I want to say one thing to all your, uh, to all your audience. Yep. This is a key point beyond politics, beyond anything. And I'll just go off tangent for one second. But really, look at people around in your life. Look around and say to someone that you haven't said that extra I love you too. And give someone a kiss and, and a good hug. And realize Most that we're here. Strangers. If you do strangers, <laughs> they might they might pickpocket you. I'm just kidding. But the point is, try to look and appreciate what you have around. Because we're all on this we're all on this trip for not a long, long time. And so appreciating, appreciating things would make so much sweeter the visit that we have while we're here. That was so sweet. I love mom's, mom during your sweet message. Okay, okay, let's go. Yeah, you see, you have a classic example there between a sentimentalist, emotionalist, and someone that's all about bottom line. <laughs> okay, Dad, do you pred- predict that he gets impeached or he, or he lasts the full four years? I and say. And do you think he will be... An okay president? I, I, I'm taking good off the table. You think he'll be an okay president or a horrible president? I think he'll be okay. And remember, one thing, though, he's going to have to really disengage from all his things that he has. So you he's think different. he will be okay? I think he'll be fine. I'm an optimist by nature, and anyone who knows me <laughs> can hear that and probably go into... Why is mom laughing hysterically at you being an optimist by nature? Suicide uh, prevention classes. But uh, the fact of the matter is, I do predict that he would, he's going to get, it's a new approach, it's a brand new approach, you can't even say a businessman, first time a businessman, a non-politician getting power, and I'm hopeful. Now again, having said that, we cannot be, we have to still be very vigilant by people like Bannon that I'm very, very not happy with, and also by having right-wing White nationalists in the White House, for Christ's sake, how is this a, a, a possibility? Oh, yeah, they're not in the White House. He will be. Well, again. His his, his chief of staff is going to be Priebus, but his main advisor also in the White House. But Dershowitz, if you respect Dershowitz, he says, and I do respect Dershowitz, he says that this guy is... Uh, we start talking about Bannon and the police show up. Uh, they say about Dershowitz, Dershowitz says that this guy is not an anti-Semite, by the way. But does he have a lot of things that he espouses that... That I hate? Yes. Mom, what do you think about your expectations for the Trump presidency? Will there be an impeachment? Will he be okay or will he be horrendous? Okay, I am the ultimate optimist, I think. I, I know. And I always say, oh, everything will end up falling into place and everything will be fine. And I'm completely not saying it this time. I am I'm heartbroken and, and I'm I'm horrified that that we are beginning to view this as the new normal, as saying that everything will be okay, everything will be fine, Uh, don't worry, he will be fine. What do you mean don't worry, he will be fine? 
I do worry and saying to me you will be fine is ridiculous because you're not know, I'll be fine. What do you mean? What do you say? It's ridiculous. You, you, you're saying that maybe if we keep an optimistic and, and, and give the guy a shot, he, everyone deserves a shot unless you're a... Not everyone deserves a shot. Well, he's our this president. This is completely untrue. Let me say something. He's our president, and even though I did not vote for him, you folks out there, uh, he deserves an opportunity. But how insane now that Hillary's up almost two million votes in the popular vote. And now, I guess CNN's been, been pushing and Jill Stein's been pushing. I haven't read up on it yet, yeah. but that apparently three swing states were razor thin close. Yeah. They're going to ask for a recount. Yeah. Let's get real and the Electoral College still could, could vote on December 19th to so not put Trump in office. Let's get real. All you need is like 35, 36 yeah, people. I think 39, to, but Hillary's never going to... 36 to not throw our country away. Hillary will never approve of this thing, number one, going number one. Why? Because he, she knows that it, it's it's that's the end of the deal. She had her chances to she not have won by two million votes. She had her chances not to have conceded as quickly as she did. If this was at all what they thought was going to come down. So another example how bad this campaign was. If they thought at all was going to come down this way, you could have waited. Look at two thousand in Gore v. Uh, Bush, where things weren't decided for a month or so later. Yeah. So the fact of the matter was, and, and furthermore, let's get real. And they knew on election night she was leading probably in the popular vote. Right. Right? Let, let, let me weird. say something. If, if First of all, this guy is not, he's the president-elect. And if that were to change, if that were to change between now and Jan 20, you would have such deleterious effects in the, in the, in the United States. That what you've seen up to now with the protests are, are a little uh, little league play for it's that. It's just such an unfortunate confluence of events because I so love the idea of an anti-establishment president who's going to expose shine is going to expose all the corruption in Washington. But he's the most corrupt of all of them. He's going to. It just points out again that there was not a good choice this time. It was a, the both were not top choices. So you're choosing or not the the populist the electoral college populist wound up choosing between the lesser of two evils. It's so messed up. And then, on top of that, um, oh man, it's just so messed up. And then, I guess the only positive that I can really see from this is is like in 2008 when the economy collapsed, and I advocated for it, many people did, that we should have let the banks fail, right? Because yeah. no, we're in depression. You can't, then. yeah, but you can't keep putting band aids over deeply flawed systems. Wrong, wrong. <laughs> it would have been deleterious, man. That's it a pretty tree. And hoping that the system's going to fix from the middle or from the top. It doesn't happen that way. If it would have so, been a depression, man, it would have okay, been. Well, it, it didn't happen. That. So what I'm saying is a silver lining that I see with Trump is as bad as he is is that he's finally shining daylight on real problems in our country because they've come out, they've bubbled up. He has given voice to obviously a very real thing that is in our country, right. to a lot of racism and a lot of discontent and a lot of, of anger that we now at least, I think, will obviously have a few years of strife and of tension and probably of rioting and of fighting and of racial problems and of shootings and a bunch of horrible shit, but at least it'll hopefully spring from this a lot of activism and a lot of new things that can tackle tackle the root of the systemic problems and maybe we can after after this four years this will be like our rock bottom for for the country it'll be a cathartic they say you it's have to often hit rock bottom to be able to renew and reset 
Bert is really, uh, it's one of the smartest things I've heard on this well, podcast. You, and I'm very <laughs> true. Uh, it, sometimes you need something so extreme to get people involved, to get people wake up and, and really organize. And uh, my friend Nikki, who just came over this afternoon with her husband Scott, uh, she was wearing a safety Stands pin. Stands up podcast. Uh, exactly. She was wearing a safety pin. And she's going to march in Washington. Uh, that's a magnificent thing. I mean, this is someone who is uh, a very, very busy, successful woman uh, in her, in her uh, career, is, is willing to put time and money and energy yeah. into, into really caring about her uh, country enough to do something physically about it. Yeah. I think it's beautiful. And other and that they, do, they cry, cry all the time about this. Yeah. And on the summit boat that I was on the last time I spoke to all of you listening to the podcast, uh, I heard some very inspiring talks from Dolores Huerta, the civil rights leader who was the founder of the United Farm Workers of America, who I got to chat with privately and might do this podcast in the future as well. And she said that we need to just make sure that we now, and she, another person she was speaking with, talked about how it's great to be into your Instagram accounts and your booty shots and all these things, but also do something that's meaningful that and valuable matters. and that matters do and that you care that, about. Yeah, and so start, and so I think that it's going to be a real test of our character now as, yeah. a, as a nation yeah. for everybody who doesn't believe in the horrible things that Trump's willing to wade in to, be, to gain power. Um, and Norman Lear, television pioneer and really in a lot of ways civil rights pioneer with giving right. voice of programs like um, All in the Family that really... T- shine the light on a lot of our racism in the country so long ago and the Jeffersons the first like as is widely credited like the first you know well depicted realistic black family that wasn't yeah. a caricature and he said in this talk look we do have to give him a shot because he's the president now but the soon as soon as he does anything hor- horrible or espouses anything truly bad I pray that we see how fast we squash it yeah, we right. kill it immediately. Yes, and yes. I guarantee you I will do that. I guarantee well, you I will be on yeah. top of it immediately. I like Norman Lear and I respect him, but I, I never ever heard anyone refer to him as a civil rights activist ever. I didn't say an activist. He's sort of a pioneer in that if media, as we've seen in this election, Dad, is so powerful that it can elect to president somebody who's just a reality TV show star, of course media is where we discuss civil rights and understand civil rights and where the conversation in our country gets set. And so by that rationale, he of course is. Okay. Not to mention that he bought a, one, of the declara- one of the originals of the Declaration of Independence and toured it around the country, registering millions of voters trying to bring a voice to disenfranchise and people so he totally is that yeah, I, I stand corrected Four um, and 30, I, I uh, don't don't I, don't okay I think I missed it. and okay you did not the end of the world I can park here you want me to go all around again it's a pain no, just let's go well I have to wrap up anyway in the next three minutes it may as well go around again so last go around it's only 609 we'll be fine yeah, why don't you give me um, a clue when I was last there. thing I want to say um or want to I want to read the Twitter answers I sent out about a week ago because I missed last week's episode we'll hear everybody's thoughts about Trump and we'll wrap this thing up I said one week after the election now two how are you feeling and I sent that out hashtag Twitter answers where you can always see the tweets and at last week on earth follow that account on Twitter um, you can uh, see highlight quotes from the episode every week as tweeted by Bridget Woodbury and you can we will soon as we need some lightness and I will have some more time I'm very busy at the moment in, in uh, I'm very busy at the moment but I will um, I will 
Uh, make sure we start doing lighter things with, with the Thunder Round at UK Brain Trust. You can follow and read your own fun and lighthearted stories that Chris Carter puts there for the British Bureau of the Podcast. And also, quickly, I should announce as well that um, I'll be coming. I don't have the exact dates in front of me, but I'll be coming in January, February, March, first three months of the year to San Diego and to Scottsdale, Arizona, and to Fantasy Springs Casino in Indio at the Improv, and a couple others coming at you, uh, the, uh, I'm coming to New Jersey, coming to a few different places, so the 2017 tour is already coming into shape, go to bengleeb.com to see what the dates are, and um, watch it get tests every Tuesday at 10 and 10.30 on GSM. Maybe Christy can arrange a bridge tour for you when you're in New Jersey. Well, he's got time now that Trump kicked him out. You know you're not running a particularly, when even Chris Christie's not welcome. So Um... And uh, and Showtime, my Showtime special, Neurotic Gangster, airing now and on demand. Check that out as well. Um, follow me on social media at Ben Glebe on everything. That all said, some list some answers from the Glebe of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the Brain Trust, the Glebe Squad, the Big Glebers, and all of us, the Glebe Nation, the Glebe Mob, the Glob, the Friends with Benefits. It's time for Twitter answers. <laughs> Okay, like I just mentioned before the theme song, which I should never have done. I feel bad about that. I asked one week in, two weeks in, how you feeling about Trump? And we've got uh, Jen Alma Bryan saying, the day after the election, I was really expecting death pits with fire shooting out. Uh, We're not probably that far from it. Uh, At Sugar Chick 10 says, dead, still feeling dead on side, like a zombie on The Walking Dead. Rob Ranko says, scared for my family. It's scary times for people of color. Violent bigots are emboldened. That's true. That's the big problem. At Outer Limet said, S-O-S. I would park right here. At Last Week on Earth said, you could back there, Pop. You could back there. At Last Week on Earth says, not the best. Hashtag official position. Um... their house? I agree with that official position. We can walk a couple houses. Just park anywhere. Park right here. No, I'd rather go here. Wherever you want, Pop. Um, and uh, Teddy at Teddy Shell six 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 says, "I'm feeling like we all got a little greasier as Americans." <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> that is for sure true. <laughs> Stephanie Walters, I'm still pretty upset about it, but I'll be okay. And if we live through Obama, we can live through Trump. Oh, oh. All right, that's a that's a at least an even political message. Yeah, Fuck true. me, Jesus! What did you hit? Um, another car, and stuff. just give me another 45 seconds to finish this thing because we're almost done. Um, wow, somebody at Gene Zog 7 says, For the first time in my life, I'm embarrassed to be an American. The world is laughing at us, and with good reason. Just a shame. Yeah. Well. Um, someone said, I feel fine. Obama's still in office. That was Seth Jones 17. Um, and, uh, Huh, man, it's a tough one. Someone's uh, at, at Cheryl Goldberg says she feels like wearing a black armband. Um, trying to find one positive one. Somebody said, as as we all did, I was feeling better through the weekend, but then it ca- came Monday's Bannon announcement, and bam, back to reality. True, yeah. I was feeling better too, and yeah. I did the last podcast before the Bannon announcement. Not going after Clinton? How about that? Yeah, so that's good for her, not good for anybody else. Okay, go inside. I'll just close it up, and I'll be in, in a second. Um, I'm almost done though. Um, somebody says very accurately Linda 25B says 
The dumbing down of America continues. It's the reality show era. Survivor brought us to where we are today. Yeah. It's very interesting. Um, and uh, somebody has a great, very funny one. It says, Spider 38 Web with two Bs says, I feel hungover. I drank too much and woke up next to Trump. <laughs> um, almost, Momzo, almost. Um, let me just try to find one that's a good note to end on and we can end this puppy. Um, um, okay, I understand, Mambo. I understand. The kids have to go. The kids have to go all the way to Santa Barbara. I'm trying to find some positive statement here. Um, I've been left alone in the car. I'm running out of air and it's cold. I'm so very cold here. Oh boy. I'll leave it with this one. It's about the best I can think of. C Lynn at underscore C underscore. Lynn says SMFH, which if you don't know, it stands for shaking my fucking head. Um, I'm coming with you right now, Pop. Um, UK Brain Trish says, I tried to think of something funny to say, but I can't. Damn, I was going to leave it there, but then I saw my buddy Chris, and I had to throw him in there. Um, man, I don't know. Pat Morrison, the great LA Times columnist and NPR host, wrote, wrote, I can't speak anymore, wrote, four more years of those weird hand gestures. Oh, that's a positive. At Pat M, Pat with two M, Pat with two T's, M, LA Times. Y'all should follow her. Let's just at least with with something that can lead to a positive for me is that at least we will have a lot more political comedy in these next four years. And this podcast will get funnier again soon, I promise. That's our only choice. Um, and uh, my Trump impression will not go away, sadly, but at least it's hopefully funny for all of y'all. Oh, and here's one. Um, Darren J. Lord says, At least they legalize weed in some states so we can deal with this, and luckily my pharmacy wasn't out of benzos, so okay for now. <laughs> not bad. Um, sometimes the name of this podcast seems more appropriate than others. This is one of those times. Until last week, next week. This has been Last Week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.